Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire to demand diversity on the Diversity Dude Podcast with Reg Clark. All right, so I am so ready to keep this conversation moving. So one thing I want to talk about today is the idea of, of, I know a lot of times people say, Reg, you talk about a lot of negativity. Um, and I don't consider it negativity. I consider it maybe constructive feedback on what diversity and inclusion is, where we are, where we've been, um, what we've been through, lack of progress, sometimes minimal progress. Uh, but is it sustainable progress? I like to think that I try to continue to bring up subjects that are relevant um, and are based in some type of facts, you know, that I can say this is factually based and this is what I'm talking about when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Um, I'm always open for for discussion on that. But today, um, I just really want to do something different. I feel great. I feel um, hopeful because I think this next generation gets it far more than the generation before me, uh, which would be considered the baby boomers or uh, my generation, which is considered uh, Generation X. Uh, then there's Y behind me, who I think gets it a little bit more. But this current set of college kids and 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 those high schoolers right behind them, I think are gonna gonna bring something completely different to the workplace. Um, and when it comes to inclusion, I think diversity, and I've said this in past podcasts, that diversity is is stale, is old. Nobody has ever done anything to create diversity or invent diversity. As a matter of fact, you can't um, do that. Inclusion is really what we're looking at. And these current college students and the high schoolers behind them, this upcoming generation, I'll call them, uh, are a group of kids that have been in an inclusionary world since most likely daycare. They've gone to daycare with the kids that look different than them, um, who were different from them, or that they were different from. Um, they've gone to preschool and kindergarten and and all the things that go with that, birthday parties and quinceaneras and, and, you know, all of these different things, bar mitzvahs, they've gone to these things that um, I didn't have that, that the fortune of going to, I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to have that diverse group of friends, that inclusive group of friends um, that I did all those things with. Um, and when I did on an occasion get to go to someone who was different uh, from me or that I was different from, the experience was mind shattering. It was like, wow, you know, I actually went over to this side of town or I went to that person's house and this is what they do different. Um, but fortunately, um, a lot of our kids, they've had these experiences for a long time. So I remain enthused when I think about what the next generation will bring to the workplace. Um, I think they'll be met with opposition because there are some people who are currently in a workplace who want the system to remain the same. 
Um, the system was like that when their father was in this system and their grandfather was in the system and their great grandfather was in the system. So the system works. So why should I change it all? But this new group will come in and they'll be champions for inclusion. They'll be wanting to work with the best people, not just simply people who look like them or act like them or behave like them. They'll be looking to work with the best people. They'll be looking to build the best teams of individuals um, or, the, or not necessarily the smartest, but maybe the hungriest, the ones that have the most upside, who want to do things, who want to accomplish things. And I think, I think, and I hope that this next generation will not be as tolerant of the divisiveness that's going on now. Now, in human nature, will there always be some type of division? Absolutely. But I think we'll see a great shift in what those divisions are. I think this next generation will be more inclusive and they'll be more tolerant of the diaspora of, of diversity that's out there. I think that the next generation will come into the workplace and a lot of those things that I've talked about in many of our podcasts <clears throat> and a lot of things that you hear from diversity and inclusion programs to things that they want to be, uh, this idea of bringing your whole self to work, um, this idea of hiring individuals um, based on on their skill sets and not based on what school they went to or, or, or not hiring based on what their name is or, or sounds like. I think this next generation will not have any tolerance for that at all. It'll be about getting rid of what the old guard did. Um, I think that in, in the generation X, we tried to transition that, but the, the, the setup was so ingrained into the institutions and the systems that we work with. And that's why we call it systemic and systematic exclusion. Uh, you guys know I prefer that over systemic and systematic racism they're the same but the semantics are different and and i always say that it's very important that we work with the semantics um so this the things that were ingrained in the system are slowly starting to change and i'm hopeful for that i see that i think it is um, but this upcoming generation will accelerate that change faster than any generation before. They will demand the change. This is a generation that has grown up seeing um, people of color in high profile positions, even the president. You know, This generation was uh, in middle school when Barack Obama was elected. Um, and so they've seen a black face in the highest office in the land, as we like to say. So they've seen people of color um, in Congress, in, 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 in the House of Representatives. They've seen people who look like them being reflected positively um, in the media. And they've seen what it looks like when people don't respond well to people who look different. They see the hatred. They see the divisiveness. And frankly, to them, it looks stupid. It looks dumb. And kudos to them for figuring that out at an early age, because I think it's something that they will bring to the workplace. And those old habits and patterns will change faster than they have in any other generation, because these young people are growing up 
in an inclusive world where friends are from the LGBTQ community, friends are from Asian communities, African-American communities, white communities. Um, they, they, they have a group of friends that they hang out with that looks different than any group that I had when I was a young guy. And to play baseball across town is not a big deal to them. They, they are a very transient group. Um, who will go from place to place. My son was in a travel lacrosse league and they would go um, to different places in Texas and play different teams. So they had that exposure. They're used to it. It's sad to think that, you know, currently in our systems right now, we have people who are not at all used to still they, they've, and I want to, I want to try to say this carefully. It's not the fact that, they're not used to it. It's the fact that they refuse to accept the differences that are going on these days, that they, 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 they like the old system and why shouldn't they? It works for them. So they are dug in and they don't want to see change because of whatever their own insecurities may be. So because they're insecure, this is the status quo. Anytime you hear the words status quo, you should be really nervous about what's about to come next. But for those individuals who like the status quo, it's because they do well in the status quo. I've never seen anyone um, who was uh, underprivileged ever say, I like the status quo. No, those are the individuals fighting for change. Um, and I'm proud to say that those individuals that are coming up with in this next generation, their status quo will look completely different. As a matter of fact, it probably will shatter the norm of the status quo and maybe get us into real meritocracy where people are really looked at based on the merits of what they bring to the table, their skills, their abilities. And they will see this upcoming generation will see the abilities of everyone um, in a much broader fashion. And they'll employ those abilities because they want to be on the winning team. Um, and not just an exclusive team. So with that, I'm going to pay the meter and park it right there. Tune in each week as Reg Clark shows you how to demand and implement diversity and inclusion at your job. To hear more, check out his previous shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. <laughs>